And just want to take a second and thank Policy Genius. They're supporting today's episode of Success Story. I know we all have kids. We all have families we want to take care of. And I personally check something off major on my to-do list, life insurance. It's a tough topic. It's really hard to think about, but it's so important. And the hard part was sorting through all the options. Luckily, I found Policy Genius. Policy Genius is an online insurance marketplace that makes getting life insurance surprisingly easy. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for a million dollars of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Now, knowing my family's protected brings me incredible peace of mind. Don't put off this important decision. Check life insurance off your to-do list in no time with Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Lessons Episodes of Success Story, part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. These Lessons Episodes will be shorter conversations with past guests, valued members of the Success Story community, and myself. They'll be focused on teaching you actionable, insightful takeaways that you can use to upskill your personal and professional life. So today I want to talk about communicating. I want you to just stay with me because this is one of the most important videos that I've ever done because myself, like all of you, you all think you're good at communicating, but most of us really suck at communicating. And I'm very fortunate because I have a podcast and that gives me the arena to test out different ways to communicate effectively as well as my entire working career. But the point is, I think most of us think we're way better at it than we actually are. Most of us suck at it because I want you to just think about this for a second, raise your hand if this sounds familiar. You're in a meeting, your friends venting about their job, you're on a first date, whatever it is. The other person asks you a question. You give a response, they share their thoughts, so on, so forth, back and forth like a tennis match. You serve, they return, but it lacks so much depth. There is no real understanding, there's no connection being built. And yeah, I get it, y'all have friends and you've all been uh, building these relationships for years, but that's not the most effective way to, to communicate properly because you've been friends with somebody for 10 years. Is not a practical way. You don't have 10 years to build connection and depth with everybody. In theory, you should be able to do it the first time you speak to them. But most of us are so absolutely awful at communication. It takes two, three, four, five, ten 10 times speaking to somebody before we pierce that surface level. And why is this? It's because everybody, I do this, you do this. We listen to respond rather than to understand. And this ruins our relationships. This massively hurts our success. One of my favorite quotes on communication is from the basketball coach, Dean Jackson. He said, listening is an art that requires attention over talent, spirit over ego, others over self. See, the quality of your listening and communication ability directly impacts almost everything that is currently going on in your life. Your sales ability, your leadership skills, your overall life enjoyment. So why do we all suck? so bad at simply talking and listening. So today I'm gonna go over the root causes for communication breakdowns that I've discovered in my life 
and five critical frameworks to fix them. If you master these, you are going to transform the way that you build relationships and influence people. So to start it off, why are we so bad at talking? Well, to mix in sports metaphors, because I love doing that. When I first started podcasting, it felt like being thrown to the deep end. I was forced into these conversations with brilliant people, authors, entrepreneurs, psychologists, philosophers. And like most people who dive into interviewing for the first time, or even jumping into a conversation for the first time with somebody they don't know, they really just default to these exceptionally shallow questions. And it was like verbal tennis, back and forth, but no depth or connection. And this isn't really my fault or your fault, because from childhood, we are conditioned to approach communication like a match rather than a dance. Two competing sides rather than a cooperative flow between two people, because we're taught to avoid vulnerability. We're taught to avoid exposing too much. You play your cards close to your chest rather than putting your real self out there. But real communication requires openness and honesty. You have to let your guard down. And on top of this, there's so many cognitive biases that lead us astray when we're trying to communicate. See, we filter the information that we receive through our existing beliefs, and then we jump to these conclusions rather than carefully considering the other person's viewpoints. So when we have these biases, and we have these walls up, and we're preconditioned, and we have this verbal jousting, this leads to communication breakdowns. But frameworks beat breakdowns, frameworks will always beat frustrations if you know what to do. And with the right mental models, you can level up your communication, your listening, and your speaking ability. So again, I mentioned I'll give you five. Let's start with the first one. This one is called climbing down the ladder. So we all know communication involves speaking and listening, but too often we just wait for our turn to talk rather than focusing intently on understanding what the other person is saying. There's a model called the ladder of inference that explains why. We take in information and unconsciously we select the data from that information that fits our existing beliefs and we interpret what we select based on our biases. We draw conclusions from the input based on our existing worldview and we develop beliefs based on those conclusions. And then we take action aligned with those beliefs. And this is like a, a, a hamster wheel from hell. This loop just repeats and repeats and repeats and our actions impact the data that we select next time fueling our biases. And if you look at the ladder, you can see how this, this loop just keeps repeating on itself. And this all happens subconsciously without us noticing. So as you can imagine, these sort of mental shortcuts that our brain does, they wreak havoc on mutual understanding. So what we have to do is we have to climb down the ladder and we have to focus on how our beliefs color our incoming information. So we have to observe our internal voice judging and reacting and we have to question our own conclusions and assumptions. And then we actively have to reprogram our reactions. It takes a ton of effort, but it's worth it. We have to suspend disbelief and approach conversations with this open, curious, mindset basically as if you haven't already formed an opinion based on your entire life of what the person's speaking about very difficult to do when you can do it and you're aware of it it is amazing at what you'll actually hear from the other individual second framework the five whys you may have heard of this one before when you're having a conversation with somebody and a topic piques your interest resist the urge to settle for surface level discussion you go deeper by asking why five times here's an example if we were going back and forth i'd say why do you feel unfulfilled at work they'd say be well, my manager doesn't support my goals, I would say, well, why don't they support your goals? And they'll say, well, they don't align with upper management's objectives. And then I would say, well, why aren't they aligned? And they would say something like, well, the executives are prioritizing short-term profits over long-term vision. And then I'd say, well, why are they prioritizing short-term profits uh, over long-term vision? And so on and so forth. It's peeling an onion. It's asking why. It exposes layers of meaning, gets to the heart of issues. This builds understanding. This builds rapport. And to be honest, sometimes you will hit a dead end. Like, I don't know, or this is how it is. But other times 
sometimes you will strike gold. I do this a lot in the podcast. It avoids all this superficial small talk. It forges real connections. People are scared to go deep. So you push them there and you give them this psychologically safe environment to keep adding more and more and more and more. And you'll get to some really awesome information and this will make much stronger conversation. Third framework, frame the conversation. So teachers use this strategy in this framework as an instructional design technique called effective framing to basically plan their lessons that they teach over to students. The idea is tying course content to student values and motivations, which increases engagement and information retention. I know a lot of entrepreneurs listen to this show and NetSuite has been a huge supporter for entrepreneurs, for business owners, because there's one thing that we all know. Business is about making money and it's about your bottom line. And the less you spend on the nuts and bolts of running your business, the more profits you keep. But these days, everything is costing more. Supplies, people, shipping. It squeezes your margins. And I've been there, juggling multiple systems for finance, inventory, you name it. Each with its own costs and its own set of headaches. That's why I made the switch to NetSuite by Oracle. It's changed our company. Think about it. NetSuite is one of the top financial systems out there. It puts your whole business on one platform, accounting, finance, the works, One data source for everyone. There's no more mismatched info. And because it's in the cloud, it slashes your IT costs. No more servers, no more updates. Just access NetSuite from anywhere. With one integrated suite, your overhead drops big time. And here's the real win. Efficiency. Everything's connected in NetSuite. Costs are ridiculous lately. Find a proven way to reduce your expenses and get better performance out of your team. It's a no-brainer, and that's what NetSuite offers. Over 37,000 companies have figured this out already. You have to join them. Right now, through to April 15th, NetSuite's got an incredible, flexible financing plan. Check it out and see the savings yourself at netsuite.com slash scottclary. That's netsuite.com slash scottclary. I don't know about you, but the idea of being harassed, scammed, or even worse, all because somebody found my personal information online, that's terrifying. Our political opinions, our addresses, even stuff about our families, it's out there for anyone to grab. And did you know that data brokers are allowed to sell information on over 98% of Americans? It's scary stuff. That's why I've partnered with Delete Me. I personally use Delete Me. They're a big friend of the podcast because I put myself out there online. So safety is a huge concern. It's really scary how easy it is to find someone's details and information. But Delete Me creates a layer of protection that we all need. You tell Delete Me what you want gone and they make it disappear from those sketchy data broker sites. And Delete Me doesn't stop. They constantly monitor the web to keep your information off those lists. It's like having a privacy watchdog that never sleeps. You need to take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me. They're giving a special discount for all Success Story podcast listeners. Get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash success and use promo code success at checkout. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash success and enter code success at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash success. Hey everyone, I just want to take a second and thank the sponsor of today's episode, Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond Bourbon. Now I don't have a lot of liquor sponsors on this show. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond is actually one of my favorites. I've drank it for a few years now, and this is why we actually decided to work together. Heaven Hill Distillery, family-owned since 1935, is a great entrepreneur story, too. So there's five brothers. They filled their first whiskey barrels back in 1935, and their legacy still lives on today. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond is aged over seven years. That's three more than required by the Bottled and Bond Act of 1897. 
This means the best quality, the best purity, and the best consistency. This is not just average bourbon. It's the winner of the double gold medals at multiple 2023 World Spirits competitions, and they've won the very prestigious Triple Still Award. It's a very big deal in the liquor and bourbon world. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond boasts an exceptionally smooth oak flavor, while its aroma offers a sweet blend of caramel and smooth vanilla. If you love bourbon, you need to try Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond. Available nationally, look for a bottle at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Think back to your last few days in the office. Did any of them leave you feeling really accomplished? Not the kind of day where you're running around like crazy, but where you've made real progress on something that matters. Because being busy doesn't always mean being productive. And I bet you we've all been there. And maybe it's time to rethink what it means to get things done. Today's episode is sponsored by Belay, and what they help you do is, instead of getting sucked into emails and to-do lists, they help you delegate tasks and focus on big goals. They can connect you with top-notch U.S.-based talent who are ready to take on those time-consuming tasks that bog you down. Let's be real. There are way more important things you could be doing than bookkeeping or wrangling a packed inbox. They have virtual assistants to handle all of those pesky administrative tasks or accounting professionals to take care of all your financials. But here's the best part. You don't have to waste weeks searching for the right person. Belay's personalized matching service works quickly, sometimes matching you with the right talent to take stuff off your plate in under a week. Are you ready to try a different way of working? Check out Belay's list of the top 25 things you can delegate to a virtual assistant. It might just change your business and your life. Text success, that's S-U-C-C-E-S-S, to 55123 to get the list and to start transforming your to-do list with Belay. Thank you so much, Indeed, for sponsoring Success Story. For all business leaders out there, Indeed is a lifesaver. See, we're always driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. You're going to ditch the busy work and you're going to use Indeed for scheduling, screening, messaging, so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Clary. Just go to Indeed.com slash Clary right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Clary. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. We apply this concept to communication. So you start conversations by clearly stating what piqued your interest in the topic, why are you curious or concerned about what's going on, what you hope to learn or accomplish, how it aligns with what you care about as an individual. This frames the dialogue and provides these guardrails to prevent from drifting off course, but it also shows you're genuinely interested in the discussion and you're not just exchanging platitudes. This encourages vulnerability, honest sharing from the other person, and you regularly throughout the conversation 
conversation. Reconnect with your original motivation if the conversation is sort of veering off course. All you're doing is aligning the conversation with what both of you actually care about. This helps you maintain focus. This helps you go deeper. This helps you build trust. This helps you build camaraderie. It sort of checks all the boxes. The next framework, the fourth framework, is cutting through the noise. So beyond poor listening, we also fail at explaining our own thoughts clearly because every discussion we take part in has two pieces to it, signal and noise. Signal is the core message or idea that you want to get out and noise is anything confusing or distracting or diluting the signal. See, noise screws up the communication. You add all these other stories or facts that are really not relevant. They're not supporting your point. You lose people's attention and interest. So if you're going to communicate, cut through the noise. You boil down the concepts that you're trying to discuss to simple, simple. You use clear language. You avoid jargon. You ask focused one-point questions, not repeat questions. I still have to remind myself because I do that. It's human nature, but you ask focused one-point questions. You repeat back what the person has said to you to verify the accuracy and to understand better. This prevents misunderstandings. This prevents endless back and forth clarification. It prevents messy conversations or obscure points. Like it just makes sure that what you're saying is well received by me. What I'm saying is well received by you. And the last framework, the fifth framework that I like to apply to communication, conversations, and listening is the Pareto Principle. It can be applied to a lot of things, but the Pareto Principle at its core means that 80% of the outcomes comes are the result of 20% of the activities. So the vital few dictate more than the trivial many. This applies to conversations. We waste tons of time endlessly debating trivial details at the cost of discussing critical issues. You always want to prioritize the 20% of the facts or the questions or the uncomfortable things that have to be discussed that produce the most value. Address the hardest, most important topics first in a discussion, in a debate, in an interview, even in casual conversation. Like cut the stuff that doesn't add value. Everything becomes easier when you lean into the things that people actually care about that will actually deliver the most value to both parties of the conversation. And when you lean into the most important topics, the other person realizes that you actually care about things that are important and they'll lean back in as well. Outside of all of these different frameworks, I mean, things that are also important are active listening. This is not a new concept. Um, I mean, active listening helps you internalize what the other person's saying. I sort of touched on it a bit previously. It strengthens relationships. Well, actually all these frameworks would strengthen relationships, but people that communicate with me most effectively are the most vulnerable with me, have the most real important conversations with me are my closest friends. Um, my closest friends in particular are the ones that ask uh, the most thoughtful questions. They intently listen. Um, they share openly. Uh, this vulnerability builds bonds. And uh, what I'm saying is all these frameworks are supposed to help you build that level of trust with people that aren't even your closest friends. But you do know that if you have that close friend, you're already applying some of these techniques, even if you aren't thinking about it. In fact, just to highlight the importance of communication, conversation, active listening, speaking properly. Most of my business relationships in my life began as conversations where I simply listened uh, with care and simply actively listen to what the person was saying. A lot of the people I do business with now are people that I built relationships effectively with over the podcast. I would have not had those relationships if I didn't apply some of the frameworks that I've unpacked in this video. These are things that I actively do to build relationships with people, to have better podcasts, to build better rapport. And on the back end of it, some of those actually turn into business transactions. People that can communicate better also become better leaders. I mean, leaders who listen effectively, they unlock new ideas, they earn the buy-in of their team, 
team. Nobody wants to follow a leader with all the answers, but a leader that is committed to understanding the people that work for them, it's the best leader to work for. And it's the leader that's going to get the most commitment from the people that are reporting to them. A great quote from former Secretary of State Dean uh, Rusk. He said, the best way to persuade people is with your ears by listening. Another reason why these communication strategies are very important, sales, revenue. Uh, if you are selling a product to anybody, clients want to feel heard or understood. People that communicate effectively rather than relying on these persuasion gimmicks um, connect with people on another level that creates this trust, this bond that will turn into closed one deals. Again, apply these frameworks in your sales discussions, in your customer service discussions. If you're a podcaster, in your podcast interviews, uh, apply these frameworks with your wife, your peers, your parents, your kids. Being able to communicate and conversate better, being able to speak clearer, being able to listen better, it just improves your life, to be quite honest. Every single interaction you partake in with another individual will be improved if you focus on some of these frameworks and communicating more effectively. So just to summarize, listen to connect versus simply respond. Apply the five frameworks I just discussed. Suspend reactive conclusions, approach every discussion with openness, ask why five times, peel the onion, frame the conversations by tying the conversation back to your motivation and the desired outcome, identify the signal in the noise, and prioritize the 20% that accounts for 80% of the value. Remember, communication, is something that is going to improve if done properly every single area of your life it is the one thing that we all think we're good at that we actually suck at so please spend some time even applying a few of these frameworks to your next conversation your next interaction just notice how it improves the relationship with that person and i would highly recommend starting to incorporate these into all conversations these frameworks have changed my life I've applied all of these and more to the conversations in my podcast, to the relationships I've had. It's created a massive amount of trust. It's accelerated my ability to build connections with people. Apply some to your conversations, just start. See how effective you communicate and the level of trust that you can start to build with people around you. It will change your world for the better. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.